Welcome to Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 329. We're finishing off Zechariah today with chapter 13 and 14. We then have 1 Peter chapter 4 and finish off the day with Proverbs 27. Now, as we finish Zechariah today, a book that calls the people of God to repent from their sin, to turn from their wickedness and to seek after the Lord. This coincides with the rebuilding of the temple and the call to holy worship. What is clear from today's passage is that the Lord is serious. There is coming a day when the flagrant sin of the people will be no longer, for they will all be touched and all be destroyed. There is a day coming when the Lord's patience will run out and the people will be judged. Only a small remnant will remain. The rest will find eternal destruction and devastation awaiting them. It is not, turn from your sins so I can bless you. Although this is true, it is rather turn from your sin or you will face punishment. I wonder, do you recognise that today? Do you recognise that yes, God wants to bless you, but unless you have committed to Jesus, then there is also a just God that has to judge you and bring about your punishment. For simply, God will not be mocked. As we go into 1 Peter 4, the striking focus of chapter 4 is that of suffering. Starting with the line, since therefore Christ suffered, it all boils down to that one truth. Jesus suffered. Therefore, we share in that suffering. Jesus was victorious and therefore we are to enjoy victory in our lives. In the second half of the chapter, there's a sense of glory in suffering. For we do not suffer because of ourselves, in some form of self-deprivation. Rather, we suffer for our allegiance and loyalty to Jesus. We are hated persecuted and maligned because people have a distaste toward Jesus. That is why we share in the suffering of Christ. We therefore also share in his glory. And that's what we see during the suffering that we face, that we suffer for Christ for the sake of his glory. In the midst of all of this, we're not to lose sight of how we ought to live. There are certain things we need to rid ourselves of, idolatry, sensuality and grumbling. Then there are certain attributes we're to take on, hospitality and the stewardship of the Lord's gifts to each one of us. Yet what covers all of this sin? What covers all of the good? What covers all of the suffering? Love. The love of Jesus shown to us on the cross flows through the heart of the Christian and should cover all in their lives and those they come in contact with. I said it yesterday and so I'll say it again today. The life of the Christian is countercultural. We should be living in such a way where we look, sound and behave differently from this world. Even suffering to the Christian is not suffering, but rather a moment to rejoice that we also join Jesus in victory. We finish out today in Proverbs 27 and two verses stand out to me today. The first one is verse 1. We so often make plans for the next day, looking to the future and planning what we want to do. Yet we're not promised tomorrow. It's a reminder that we're to live for Jesus today, not putting off what Jesus calls us to do now, equally not rushing around trying to get ready for the future, rather being still before the Lord, for he has a message for us today. The second verse that stands out is verse 17. We sharpen each other or we help each other develop in our faith. We cannot do the Christian faith on our own. We need that brotherly and sisterly affection, seeking to help one another as we're sanctified and made more like Jesus. Point blank, you cannot develop in your faith if you are isolating yourself from the Christian family. And folks, I think we all know individuals that do this, that say they love Jesus, say they love the people of God, 
but isolate themselves away from the people of God and from the worship and praise of Christ Jesus. Folks, we need to pray for these individuals because they cannot grow in their faith as they isolate away. Let us pray for them now. Father, I pray for the individual that says they love your word and love your people and love the Lord Jesus, but have spent their life or even recent time isolating away from such fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Father, we pray that you would pull them back into the family, that they would be reunited with the body of Christ, that they would be strengthened and that they would grow in their faith because, Father, we want to have complete Christians in ourselves and in others and in the church because we know this pleases our Lord Jesus Christ. And so, Father, we pray, pull them back into the church, pull them back into the family, that they may grow in your name. We pray this in your name. Amen.